Welcome back to Conspiracy Outpost Feast and Famine, the fall of Medenvard. We just had horrific fucking technical difficulties and lost like basically the whole first half of this episode. So I'm just going to give you a quick recap on the events that transpired during the audio silence. Um, our, our group of adventurers received big monies from the village chief. They brewed some potions and convinced Lokar, the alligator roaster, sometimes a crocodile roaster, to join them on their travels. Uh, as they were leaving the town, setting up camp just at the, uh, the edge of the swamp, uh, they found a stack of coffins. They found a stack of wooden coffins that appeared to be really old. They were covered in lizards. They tried to open one of the coffins, and they were attacked by a horde of, of little lizards. And it was an amazing battle that you all should have been able to fucking hear. I really wish you could have. But I'll tell you a little bit about what happened right there. Edgar was throwing knives like a motherfucker, just like sling blading the lizards. Pull a knife out of a lizard's corpse, throw it into another one. Pull that knife out, throw it into another one. Uh, Daigle just Aussied a fucking a lizard's head, right, straight up, straight up and down, just picked up and Aussied and spit out the lizard's head. Also speared a few other ones. Uh... In the middle of that battle, a strange lizard-like man-creature stood up out from the collection of coffins and ran off into the distance. Wilton tried to put him down with a couple of arrows, but was unsuccessful in killing the atrocity. So there is a wild lizard atrocity somewhere here now. Um, Wilton also befriended a crow. Uh, and kind of laid in the tramp, the crow, and his pet hawk with a piece of turtle meat <laughs> to make them friends. And that works because this is, uh, you know, <laughs> that's the name of the game, buddy boy. Roll dice. You are with your crow now. The crow has now, like, flown up onto your shoulder, and you have your... Uh, <laughs> you have your other bird on the other shoulder. So you can tell this crow, like, it likes you. But also, like, now it's gotten up to your shoulder, and it kind of, like, flies up and off for a little while and, like, comes back to you after a bit and, like, lands, like, 20 feet away. But, yeah, so it's, like, uh, it's like nearby. You know, it's not, like, trained or anything, but he's near you. Well, since, uh... Let me see if I have anything I can... Hey, well, oh, wait, no, I got the... my... I got my... Hold on, wait a sec. I got my fucking, uh... My little... Falcon glove. Can I just attach that motherfucker to that so it doesn't fly away on me? Well, with like some twine. Does it? Don't they have uh, the gloves? Don't they? No, I thought they had little things that lock their feet onto the glove. Or is it just so it doesn't scratch me? So they don't claw you. Um, uh, okay. It's just so it doesn't claw you. Yeah, yeah. But it does. It does have rings on it where you can tie it. You can tie a hawk or like a bird off to it. But you need to have something to tie it with. That okay, well, I got so a rope. You tie a bird by its <laughs> feet to your arm. <laughs> Gilbert Godcrow. It's usually only one foot. <laughs> you should name it Russell Crowe. Yeah, this one's this one's gonna be Russell Crowe. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm just gonna tie some. I'm gonna call it over with some meat. Ah! <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> uh, and then uh, I'm gonna while it's eating, I'm gonna fix the some some length of rope to its uh to its legs so it could still fly up a little bit but you know so it's stays close to me rah, rah! oh shh it's okay I guess you, you tie him off you tie him off to you yeah <laughs> he goes hi hi 
You talking to me? <laughs> well, hello there, friend. Hi! <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Hi! Hi! <laughs> D-Crow's, D-Crow's actually talk in real life. I don't... Yeah, yeah they like, can actually talk, but that's all. Mm-hmm. You're talking to him. You're understanding him. Well... Hi! <clears throat> <laughs> hi. <laughs> he starts bobbing his head, yelling high in his shrill crow voice. Alrighty, got my crow, got my bros. Let's get back on this road. the The crow Damn. tries to fly. The crow tries to like take off and fly, and it gets caught by the string. And oh, uh, get over goes, here! I, I, fuck! I, fuck! <laughs> Ah oh, fuck! Ah oh, shit! I just pull it. I just, I just pull it back down to my arm. Guys, that's what normal crows say. I, well, I feel like Bonecrag's the only one that can hear this. We just hear regular crows. Like, yeah, nobody else. It's just regular crow to you. Everybody just hears ah ah. You, you just hear me. This fucking crow got a mouth on him. Alrighty. I, I I wheel that bitch in and uh, pack Be up careful, our tent. Oh, well, I make Edgar pack up our tent because he put it out. And yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah oh, we get back on the road. Oh, unless anybody else is doing anything, I don't know. Nobody else is. I'd be careful with the way you swing him around. They remember faces, and then I just tap you on the forehead and walk by. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 no bone crags, Moak. No, they did forget us. I've never Look. seen... I've never seen a crow throw up, but... If you remember that, they'd definitely be a little queasy. No one forgets a bone crag's face. I still remember his mom's. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you do, Edgar. <laughs> Lokar walks up. Lokar walks up by the uh, and and like looks at the raven and he's like, "What are you doing with that bone picker, man?" Gonna gonna train it. Have, he just got two birds on our sides. <laughs> have two birds on our side. <laughs> he looks at you. He just he just he just he just kind of shakes his head and he starts like packing up his gear. <laughs> All right. Um, bone cut. No uh, car thinks you're fucking rocks for brain. I didn't say that, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bo- bird for brain. That's that's the word you're looking for. Oh, that's a good one, Daigle. <laughs> no, you. What's a good bird one? You brain. don't even know what the bird's brain looks like. You only cook fucking crocodile, snakes, and lizards. That's a better one, low carb. Just fucking with ya. I'm just, I'm uh, just messing with ya, man. Come on, park your shit. Let's go. Let's hit the road. All right, I'm ready, man. Let's get it. You guys are heading all out. Right. Or, yeah. yeah, yeah, we're we're heading okay. out. Um, I, I I I rush up the Wilton, and I'm just like, I think because everything got deleted, I think we should tell him about the cobalt. We'll do it on the road while we're walking. <laughs> All right. Uh, the cobalt? Wait, is yeah, it, the, it cobalt? The, the meteor. That metal ball that we found 
when we were the, leaving the, Miser's the Peak. Being, oh, yeah, oh I see. I see. You. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I you, said something about it at the camp when we were. Yeah, but seeing this, that all got deleted. Okay, yeah. So you guys are. Uh, yeah, you guys. Let's just say. So it is a fine weather day, and you guys are about like a whole day's way from that artifact that you, that that struck into the earth, and you guys can go ahead and like. Just describe it to your friends because you guys are on the walk, and that'll also be there for the audience, too. Yeah. Uh, Wilton, you want to do the honors? <laughs> Joan Diggle. Since we're heading back to Miser's Peak, me and uh, Edgar have something to tell you. Edgar, why don't you tell them what we got? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, uh, we found... When me and Edgar went off on our own, off into the woods after that meteor crash, we actually, uh, we found a giant ball of, uh, do we know it's cobalt? We don't know for sure. We, we okay, we it looks what appears to be cobalt because it was blue or something. We found a blue orb. Is it an orb? A blue chunk of metal, I'll say. I'm just, I'm just calling it. It's or, an orb. Yeah. It's it's an we orb. found a blue orb of metal oh, it's a down in that crash. <laughs> And? And we're going to get it when we get back. And where is it? It's where the meteor crashed. We buried it. I used my expert digging skills. I marked it with some with some stones or something. I don't remember what I marked it with, actually. And uh, <laughs> we know it's there. I know it's some rocks or something. Where'd you bury it? Where'd you, bury it? Where'd you just fucking just take it with you? How heavy is it? Too heavy um, for us to carry yeah. with just the two of us. Especially for going, especially on the quest that we just went on, can't be. Happy. Yeah, you All know, we always, we spent a, a couple weeks together. Is the first time you're gonna mention this to me? <laughs> he says, as you are, he says, as you're getting to the small outcropping of stones that you set out for this uh, thing that you buried on the way out. So you see, uh, it's it's uh, it's, the sky is becoming darker. It's the late afternoon. And you pull up to the uh, white soapstones, which you'd stacked near the uh, the area that you buried this. And you can still see remnants of the, the crater here. It's like it still looks pretty fresh. Um, it looks like there you can see some like hoof prints in the grass and stuff like animals have passed by and whatnot. But from the center of the crater where you buried it, you can see that there is a blue and purple tendril uh, growing out from the center. A what? What's that? What's that word you see? You see it. It looks it's, like it's, you're growing a fucking octopus guess, over there. What the it looks fuck like did you guys plant? Wait, it looks like a. Tentacle? It looks like you can see that there are some small bits of like this crystalline bluish purple uh, in like a flat shape coming off of the top of it, and it almost appears to be like a three foot, maybe four foot tall. It looks like it's growing quickly. Uh, like a like a like a sapling of blue and purple kind of crystalline looking uh, metal. We just found a beanstalk. Is it moving? <laughs> like, is it actually a tentacle? Uh, it's not it's a tendril. Move. Okay, so uh, if you guys stand there and look at it as you're examining it, you can see it slowly moving. It's like slowly grow going upward in a spiral shape, and you can see like the leaves unfolding at the top like super slow though but it's how going many, it's growing fast enough that you can see it i'm uh how many days have been, this was three days ago three or days? i am going you to guys, keep my distance yeah I, I don't i mean i was gonna say if we can keep uh 
<laughs> we just hang out for a bit and see how far it goes. But three days Hold ago, crack. That, do you not know what this we is? We got a job we're doing. No, I don't. We are in a job. What is this? Are you are you a stupid? Are you y'all edge? You're not very educated, are you? You're fucking a bunch of uneducated bunches. You don't know what this is. You know exactly what this is. You don't know what this is. Tell me. Well, tell, tell us, me man. You don't. You don't know what this is. How? What the? What world oh, are you What world did you live under? Diggle, if you know what it is, why don't you go and touch it? I'll tell you this. I'm not going to touch it because I'm not ballsy enough. Bullcock over here is the biggest man of us all. And so what this is in the old school fairy tale books is the chosen one would sit on the throne of the vine and it would grow all the way up to the giants. Diggle, so it's an yeah. elevation. It, it, it's a way to kick up an elevation. Go ahead and sit on it. Sit on it. It'll, it'll kick mindless. the starch up to the, to the, to the cloud giants. We're not mindless. Go ahead, Bullcrag. We think we are, Daigle. We know of all your little tricks. Bullcrag, sit on it. It'll kickstart <laughs> you to the land of the gold, gold giants. <laughs> the cloud, the cloud giants. It's up there. Just go ahead. Just, just pop a squat. It's a throne. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> up. Um, John's got the most health left to do with. Let's see. I, um, I'm keeping my distance. I ain't fucking with this I'm gonna, thing. <laughs> I'm gonna go lick it. What the oh. fuck? Fuck? Are you? Okay. Oh. Um, the hell is wrong with you, man? All right. So you, you go up to it. You feel you feel a you feel a faint warmth coming off of the edge of it. And not only can you feel a faint warmth as you come close to it, it's almost like little tiny like pinpricks, like firefly pinpricks, are in the air, like floating around this this warmth as you approach it. Uh, sorry, can um, I like it? No, you can lick it, man. I'm just telling you what it you looks like as you walk it. up to it. Um, so, yeah, you, you walk into the warmth, and uh, you feel that, like, the, the little firefly things, like, touch your skin, and it's, like, it's like almost hot, just, like, really warm. And it feels kind of good when it, like, leaves your hand. Um, uh, you can see that where the... Were you bit by any of the lizards, actually? You were, right? No, I didn't get, I didn't get attacked by anything. Well, I got attacked, but it missed me. Yeah, so you feel the little fireflies bouncing off of your skin and any like uh any like little nicks that they land upon, you see them like kind of like heal. Um you see them like recede on your hand, the scratches. Uh when you touch your tongue to it, uh visible to everybody, the entire uh the entire uh let's let's just call it a plant cuz it does look like a crystalline plant. Uh shudders and uh, you see a bit of red go up through the center of the stalk, and uh, your whole body shudders with the plant. Um, you fall to the ground, and uh, you are still awake, but you're looking out through your eyes, and your, your body isn't moving. And it also, your vision starts to fade out, and it's like suddenly it's like you're looking up at the sky through like a really clear telescope and oh, you you can see uh even in like the uh the late afternoon sky where the stars are not visible yet you are looking out into the stars and they look closer than you've ever seen them and uh everything fades to black and you re and you uh your eyes uh like shake out from the back of your head to all your friends it looked like your eyes had rolled into the back of your head and uh you stand up and you just feel this knowledge like inside of yourself that you are like forever bound 
to this thing. You're not sure exactly in which way, but you are forever bound. It, you feel as if like your life and the life of this plant that's growing are now like one in the same. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, now I'm going to have to put this thing back with me. <laughs> or what if you unbury it and you die? <laughs> like, I, I, I elbow I low like part. Davies Jones shit. Huh? <laughs> I, I, I said I got like Davies Jones shit. I got to take this plant and go fucking carry it around with me everywhere. I elbow <laughs> um, low car in the ribs. You had the most terror soup yesterday. Just tell me you didn't have no beef sauce dwelling within you. You kind of ripped one of that man's face when he's laying boss out. <laughs> You're a bad Ooh, friend. Man. Um. Fuck, dude. Uh, shit. <laughs> what do I do with this thing? Um, does anybody have? Well, I can use our tent actually. Can I just throw it in? The, like, throw some dirt in our tent and just drag it back to fucking the camp with us? <laughs> So this thing is about four feet tall and a like it's got like a it's probably about as wide as like this, you know. It's got like a like a five oh, inch diameter. It's 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 growing it's it's pretty it's pretty big already. And as you begin to like unearth its root system, like trying to dig it up, you can see that there are these big like jagged pieces of like this crystalline structure that are just pure white that uh dig down into the ground. They're like quartz. So it's a large, unwieldy thing, and the more that you begin to unbury it, the uh, the the less heat it, it it is emitting, and you see the firefly things beginning to disappear, and also you begin to feel cold. Well, ah, I start we'll burying it. it up, then <laughs> I just cover it back up. Damn, okay. Ah. Edgar, you fucking botanist, go check it out. We. <laughs> There's nothing we can check out. You seen what just happened? Yeah, well, I didn't see it the first time. I didn't see it close up to my eyes. Maybe you can. It's no cobalt. Whatever it is, everything not of this world. I prefer if we didn't tamper with things beyond our understanding today. Someone else should lick it. Well, you can't <laughs> understand it unless you lick it. My right bone crack. <laughs> Then go lick it, Daigle, and I kind of, like, shove you, like, towards it. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not that fucking dense, but I'll take a closer look at it. Why? Because I'm not a fucking chicken. Right, Lokar? You first. I, I know shit. Lokar? Lokar is his... like, he's like, you saw what happened to him, man. He passed out when he touched that thing with his tongue. But did he die, Lokar? But did he die? <laughs> He says, man, I don't want anything to do with that thing. That thing is weird. Oh, okay. That's that's weird. For someone that's so good at preparing crocodiles, he's never prepared a chicken once, right? Because he is one. That, that doesn't really make any sense, but you could you could fit the pieces together. I'll do it. I'll do it myself. I walk over there to it, and I... I... I just... I, I touch with one finger. <laughs> so as you as you approach it and you reach out a finger you can see that the little firefly looking things like they become visible as you get closer and as you move your finger towards it they begin to swirl madly around your finger until you feel it begin to scorch your finger fuck it's hot this thing's fucking on fire yeah you just you don't even take a point of damage i think you pull your hand back before it burns you can i can i can i can I can I cut off the tip of it? Why are you gonna what? cut the thing that's attached to me? 
We don't know. Oh, oh, is this match you still? Yes, that's that's what he was that's saying. No, he's now one with us. Oh, like, oh, we, we don't know that though. Yeah, you haven't explained yeah. any of that to your friends. They don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. Oh, I gotcha. yeah. oh, go ahead, hack it then. What are you gonna what do? Happens? What? Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it alone. I'm just leave it alone. Burn my finger. Silent. <laughs> it burns you, and you're like, ah, fuck you, cock. <laughs> oh. All right. Um. Yeah. So you uh you step back from it. I mean, this would be probably a pretty frightful thing because you've probably never seen any. You've definitely never seen anything like this in your life. <clears throat> in the you time guys, that you guys have been here too, it's grown like several inches. You guys, I was able to see the stars when I fell down. This thing's that's hard to be. Oh crap! That happens to everybody every time to get knocked out. <laughs> you see actually looking into bone crag's eyes you do see that they've taken on a similar like hue and color to the uh the blue dope. and purple tree well uh, now you got dope I, ass eyes i wave my hand across his his eyes are you, do i got legless vision now like can i see like super far oh, like crap. are you, are you, are you there is there any less of a man uh, that was left, cool. less of a man left in this less of a man that's still there? I stick, my finger, in, I stick my finger in Diggle's mouth while he talks to me. <laughs> <laughs> Boop. It has spoken. <laughs> <laughs> he touches Dude, your tongue. Dude, if you could see how Who knows when the last time I watched that too, Diggle? <laughs> you would have scope. I, you could I, have scope. I, I choke. I choke and I throw up. <laughs> you don't fucking wash your hands, you're disgusting. <laughs> fucking gross. Well, to be fair, Diggle, the last time he had him towards anything was the insides of the lizard. A lizard's asshole? Fucking tastes like. <laughs> <laughs> All right, All right cool. so well, uh, I guess we. Well, it's nighttime now, so we should probably set camp. Yeah. Is it night? Is it night? Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's it's, it's the late afternoon okay. now, so okay, it's like yeah. getting time to set up. Is this camp. thing? Can... This thing's radiating light, isn't it? All right. It? Yeah, as the uh, as the uh, sun begins to go down, you can see that the the tree is emitting a light, and it's uh it's now got more branches. All right. Some so new small branches are beginning to emerge from the sides. We'll Do I grow limbs too? Huh? Can I grow limbs too? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my. As of now, no, ass. probably not. <laughs> That'd be cool to have four arms, <laughs> two air, two bows. All right, Machoke. <laughs> my champ, son. All right. Uh, well, I set up the tent and uh, I do some more uh, training with my my birds. <sighs> While I'm tweaked out on whatever this plant thing just got me. Okay, so do an animal handle check with advantage. Um, okay. Yeah, so yeah, you, you put in some work with your crow. Yeah, you feel, you feel peaceful uh, in this area too, like uh, camping near the tree. Like it feels like a more peaceful rest than you've had in a long time. So this thing heals me. It fucking makes me rest. Uh, makes tree, me, man. Makes me... Yeah, it is. If I can get that happens when you that water as an alien object. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it some water. Okay. Yeah. So you, uh, you pour some water into the. What do you just pour like a whole water skin down there? Yeah, might as well. 
Okay, yeah, so you pour out one of your water skins, like, you know, a couple, li like a liter and a half of water or something, and uh, it sinks down into the dirt, and uh, steam begins to rise up on the uh, the sides of it. Um, and it fogs up the, uh, like, the, the kind of, like, crystalline marble-like outside of the plant, and uh, it builds up, and uh, drops begin to drip off the edges of the leaves, and you see that it kind of, like, it grows a little bit faster, it, like, pops up a couple of inches. Edgar, give me a flask. Collect these water drops. I, I don't got a flask, but I... Ah, God damn it. Um, I use an empty water skin to collect water the... Skin, don't you? Yeah. I use, I use one of my empty water skins. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, collect I do the got water, water dripping off of it. I got a water skin you gave me if you want to, like, fill it up. No, I got I got three of them on me, so it's fine. I, I just use <laughs> one of my empty ones. <laughs> well, I, I need it for Probably the one purposes. you just emptied out. <laughs> it's in your well, hand. Well, that's what I just said. I'll just use the <laughs> empty one. I need it for <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you're gonna I'm empty another one? Is that what you're saying? Or no, I just the one that I just emptied, I'm gonna collect however much water I can get with that. Okay, yeah, uh Let me see. Highs or lows? Uh let's go high. Okay, yeah, so you get half a water skin. So you get you you get you get basically we'll just say you have another drink, like a drink's worth, a day's worth. Whatever. Okay. Uh can I also collect stuff from this? <laughs> No, the rest of the water is all dripped down to the ground. Ah, and it would burn you anyway. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, that's true. I'm seriously concerned okay. about Bonkrog's health. I think I think he has a leech or something that's taken apart. He's he a host fine. or something. Something alien, something not of this nature. I feel like we should bring him to a, some kind of hospice. Something I could maybe cure him. This there's some kind of fungi about him. We gotta hurry to Miser before it gets worse. Who knows? I I don't read all these magic books. There might be he might become a tree one day. I mean, he's sure he's hard to move because he's a deep sleeper, and you know he's not really much for nothing. He's like a stone, but I mean, shit. We gotta get to the roots of this. No pun intended, but we gotta get this man cared. I think he's in deep trouble. Not like I'd care anything, but he's a part of the sloppy sisters. And he's kind of like my brother, that little brother you just kind of fucking shove around and tell him, you know, to do little things like, you know, cook the fish or whatever. But he's still part of the sloppy sisters, fellas. And I think he needs help. We This is some scary stuff. I'm, I'm concerned. If you're not, I'm worried about you too. They go, I'm fine. Look at, look at him. He looks fine. And then I just blankly look off at the, like, just, like, blankly look off. It's like, unless he becomes a mindless husk. <laughs> <laughs> then I, like, dead eye uh, wilting after that. <laughs> you guys want some lizard? <laughs> yes. Low cost. Yeah, we would love some lizard. <laughs> yeah, I look her, like a bunch I, of I'm today. also worried. Look, her, I'm worried about you. You never freak out for what? nothing. Are you brain damaged? Are you, you been kicked in the head by a mirror or something? You're just fucking too calm all the time. I was kicked in the head by a red elk. And they're uncommon. I just shake my head. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. No one, gets... no one, no one ever has any trouble with the uh, the red elks, man. Like, he just came right at me. Like, as soon as I walked into the woods and he was there in the clearing, he ran straight for me. I didn't even know what to do. <laughs> Just kick me right in the head, and after that, all I could think about was how cool reptiles are, like turtles and alligators, and 
how delicious they also are. It's been conflicting. Oh, I bet. Man trapped his own conflictions, yeah. A bit. Back to the point, fellas. We need to get to Moises Peaks as fast as we can. This man might turn to a fucking living tree if we don't do anything about it. Something's crazy about what's going on. Oh, Dagle, there's nothing we can do about it tonight. I done licked the thing. My eyes are changed. And, uh, <laughs> like it's already dark time. <laughs> yeah, right, that's an odd choice. Just when you root yourself here at camp, don't, don't expect any of us to come back here and water roots. We'll probably burn you My back behind us just like Belfort's. I'm going to go sit next to the tree and chill next to it, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm going to crash okay. my tent. Are you guys all camping there now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Um. So, yeah, in your guys' sleep, you, uh, well, yeah, it, okay, so in your sleep, all of you actually kind of, like, share this dream. Uh, you see that there is a like a blue and a purple mist spread across the sky and uh somewhere in that mist you can see uh wilton's face the bone crag and uh around his face his uh, facial hair and the hair on top of his head is no longer hair it's like the outlines of leaves and uh, you see him, you see him <laughs> smiling, and he's speaking, and it's hard to tell what he's saying. Uh, but you guys wake up before Wilton, and you see that he's just laying there, and he's like talking gibberish in his sleep. What the? I've just had the ugly stream, Wilton. Bone crag, wake your ass up. We're not gonna Ooh. fucking save you, squirrels, inside the lay nest in your fucking hive. All right. I think, guys, I You're think we need, fucking ours. Some, we need to get Wilton in, in some distance away from this thing. Lokar says, what yeah, the fuck was that, man? But why? Why must we leave? <laughs> That's exactly the problem. Did you leave. Use, you, did you use leave as a pun? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's a sign. Tricky guys and leave. <laughs> Once you make, like, Wilton and leave. <laughs> All right. What'd you make like me and leave? <laughs> John, 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 you think you could carry this fucking lump, this this fucking stump? You think you could carry him? Why can't he walk himself? We're gonna have yeah, to knock him walk. Out. Oh, are you coming with us willingly? Okay. Yeah, so I was just, I was just, I was just fucking with Daigle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. You guys begin heading out. Uh, yeah. So I pack up my tent and head out. Yeah. yeah. Pack, pack up your tent. Yeah, little car helps you like pack up the stuff too. And he seems like a little weirded out about your eyes, but he's like more or less just like, yeah, what's up, man? And uh, you guys, um, <laughs> as you begin heading away from the uh, the the site of the this this odd tree, oh, you can see that through the night it's grown another like couple of feet. Um, it's now like over your guys' heads. Um. So uh, as you begin walking away, you can feel kind of like a sense of longing. Like part of you really just wants to stay there with the tree. <laughs> a, a tree. It's gone. It's behind us. Yeah, we're terraforming oh, this bit. <laughs> oh, precious. Burning shit, growing shit. 
Yeah, we just we just fucking started growing this thing unknowingly because we thought it was worth something. And yeah. This one is not like the fire in the forest. This is completely <laughs> different. <laughs> Roll a, a d20 with a wisdom check. Me? Yep. You're the okay. tree lover. 11 and I have a zero to wisdom. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, you feel you feel a bit of a a feeling of longing, but you managed to you managed to shake it off. Uh, you guys travel. Travel. Oh, I can't roll that again. That's insane. Um. Yes. Yes. What was the insane thing? We were gonna get attacked by lizards. <laughs> oh, so you guys, uh, uh, through the middle of the day, you guys come uh, past a grove of fruit trees. It appears to be some uh, apricots and peaches. Oh, uh, hell that are, yeah. That are growing here in the summer sun. Uh, is it like a nice. farm or just wild? These ones are wild. It seems there's a stand here, and there actually are some remnants as if maybe this had been a farm, like, long ago, roadside. Mm. But it's so long ago that most of the foundation has been overtaken by plants and all the beams have rotted. I'm gonna I'm gonna grab some and start eating. Sam, nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna I, collect I, some, put it in my bag, and then, and then I'm I want to take an apricot. After I eat, I want to take an apricot under the tree. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I I say to Edgar, I say to Edgar's, careful about. Uh, I I feel like Bonecrag's suddenly becoming a tree. He's about to impregnate himself with some peaches, some hairy hairy peaches. I don't know if this is the crow talking, if they're just trying to make way to fucking lay in this or something, but I, I don't know anything about this, but Diego. he's acting very magically strange. Hey, I, gra I grab your face and I like point it towards me. It's like, never seen you so sentimental. You're acting very sappy. And then I walk away after I pat I'm you on the cheek. I'm going <laughs> to... Hey, you guys got any water? I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I hand you my water skin, John. This isn't the okay. one with the tree stuff in it, right? <laughs> no, it's the regular one. Okay, but that's you want the tree stuff. I can give you that no. one. No, no, I drink some and hand it back. I just realized we haven't been drinking water. Would you drink? You drink water, okay? Yeah. Excellent. You want to hit I me throw, in the back of the back at the... Edgar's head? Okay, roll I an roll attack. Or did you? Uh, uh, plus you two. Plus two. Okay. For my deck. What's your What's your AC, Edgar? I think that's. Oh, AC. Uh, a AC twelve. Okay, I hit you. Um, <laughs> it's just an apricot, so we don't. I don't think we have to roll damage. I'm gonna but, turn uh, yeah, around. Yeah, you, like, you get tagged in the back of the head with our apricot. <laughs> what do you think? It's like. <laughs> are you serious, you fucking sin eater? And I jump on top of him and like a playful wrestling Why, wait. thing. <laughs> like, it, it's playful <laughs> wrestling. Come here, you little scoundrel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I grab his ass cheek. I grab his ass cheek. Come on, let's This is a real wrestling match, isn't it, boy? Get your finger out of there. And I shove my fingers in your mouth. Everyone's putting their fingers in your mouth. I bite his finger. I bite his finger. I fucking bite his finger. Oh, no. bite my finger? You're taking yeah, I'll your finger. I don't know if I roll for that, but 
Okay, yeah, he yanks his finger, his yeah. hand out and of your mouth. I, and guess what? Now I knee, guess what? Now I knee you in your left eardrum. <laughs> oh, can I fucking dodge? Can I dodge? Can I get in between of a push of a part? <laughs> this went from playful to to really weird and aggressive. <laughs> Playful yeah, and kind I'm, of sexual, the weird and aggressive. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna get in between yeah. them and push them apart and say, "Hey, we have better things to do." Dagle's worried about my new superpowers. <laughs> Sorry, okay, man, so as you're, as you're about to knee hit, as he's about to like knee you in the head, Wilton gets in between you two. <laughs> Sorry, but I just fucking love apricots. Like I'm gonna knee apricots. Yeah, that's why I one in the back of your fucking school. Lokar picks up the broken apricot on the ground and he picks it up and he, and he takes a bite out of it and he's like, man, these things are really good. Would you say they're called? <laughs> Apron Johns? <laughs> they're called <laughs> Apron Johns. Man, man, these Apron Johns are like... Don't listen to them, Lokar. They're apricots. No, no, what you're talking about. They're no, 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 what you're talking about. They're called Johns. Uh, so wherever we go, call them Johns. If their John is very sweet to you, t tell them about how John, how sweet these Johns were to you, on our travels. Oh, this is a sick John was very yeah. sweet. They're called Apricot Car. They're called Johns for short. Don't listen Trust to Dago. He's been fucking with you this check. entire trip. I use a deception check. Go ahead. I got plus two deception. <laughs> oh yeah, so he's just like he's like, yeah, man, these these apron Johns are slamming. Oh like, yeah, really. they're Johns I'm for sure. They're very I'm sweet on your way back. Can I roll against Nagel for persuasion. Oh. Okay, go ahead. I have to get a seventeen or higher. I got an eighteen on my deception. Oh. I, I slapped nope. the hobbit's dick off you. He's like, he's like you know what? You know what, John? I'm pretty sure that you're fucking with me right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> these Johns are very sweet. Tell everybody about your travels with you these know, Johns. These They're very Johns sweet are really you. sweet, but that John mm -hmm. is a little very sour. sweet, tasty. <laughs> Don't forget, whatever we get, we're going to tell them how sweet these Johns were in your mouth, and they're can very I, sweet. I... Oh, actually, actually, I don't want to do anything. I was just gonna say, can we? Well, is there any? Well, can I look around to see if there's anything around us besides what the apricots and whatnot? There are uh, there's there's some bricks and some flagstones that are set into the ground. There are some bushes and vines that are covering the foundation of this old house, which is basically rotted into nothing. It's very very old. And uh, other than that, no. Okay. Well, uh, you guys, you're in a plains area with the road ahead of you. And you can actually see Miser's Peak in the distance. Last one to Miser's Peak goes the other the the rest of the party to gold, and I start sprinting. I'm sprinting too. Fuck it, let's do this. Uh, <laughs> Anybody okay. that agrees, do it. Let's I do guess it. For sprinting. They take off oh, running. Wait, John was gonna say something. I John. just took off running. Okay. They took off. I took off. I guess. Uh, I go so there first. I didn't, I didn't know you were doing something, John. Sorry. Are we racing? Oh, oh shit! Like, look, we were just gonna race. tell Daigle that he keeps fucking with Lokar when he finds out Lokar might kill him, kill him in his sleep. It's weird. We found Daigle well, dead. You can, with you can tell him now why you guys are running together. <laughs> can we <laughs> race? Should we? Ro yeah, can we roll Should to see who gets there first? Okay, yeah, yeah, sure. Everybody roll dexterity rolls, and uh, we'll we'll see who gets there. We'll see who can get there first. Fourteen with the plus three. Yeah, uh, plus two. Yeah, minus one. Okay, so 
We've got <laughs> we've got Wilton Bonecrag in the lead because he's got a 17 altogether. Daigle right behind him, and then we've got Edgar Nolum and uh, John in the very back. Damn, John's been getting the shit rolls this turn. <laughs> Are we still in uh, running? Can, can I throw something at fucking <laughs> Bonecrag's ankle? Oh my god, dude! <laughs> it's sure. everything to me. <laughs> Would I yeah, have it has to be, uh, it has to be something that's on you. Otherwise, you're gonna have to like slow down and oh, stop shit. and pick something up. Because you're still I, running. I I still have my sandals on me. I'm not wearing get sandals. Get can get I throw a sandal at his ankle? Does that work? Can I? Ah, uh, fuck. Can I? What can I? You can throw a sandal. Can I throw a sandal? Can I throw it on the back of his head? Can I just fuck it? Because I I still have my old sandals. I still have them with me. What the fuck? My old sandals. Oh, I still have them. Oh, fuck. Do yeah, I chuck sandals at Go ahead. Chuck your sandals at him. Go ahead. Can you just throw them at the back of his head? I don't know if it's going to do anything. Yeah, <laughs> throw them. Fucking throw it. <laughs> uh, as you as you go into your bag to get your sandals, uh, your bag just kind of opens up and pours out on the ground while your stuff falls out. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, that means... That means you're unless you're leaving your shit. Take a break, take a break, take a break. <laughs> I, I pick up all my shit. I'm in last place. I pick up all my shit. <laughs> I just run right past him. John runs right past you. Okay, everybody roll <laughs> D20s again for your speed. One more time. I got 15. Damn, oh, John. Yeah, yeah, John hit the fuck. <laughs> so... So John, uh, Edgar, Edgar stays right where he is, except now you've got Daigle like trailing behind you. Yeah. And, uh, John has like ran all the way. He's like, <laughs> and he's gotten like up right next to Wilton. Um, oh, shit. as you, as you arrive, oh, yeah, one more roll, last roll. Now we're, now we're getting close. We're, 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 we're cresting the mountain to Wy- Wyatt. Oh, shit. Ooh, Ooh, plus, plus five XP to Wilton. Uh, Athlete. Athlete. Uh, uh, Daigle, roll two, please. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. fuck. <laughs> okay, so uh, Daigle sprints up, leaving uh, Edgar Nolan in the dust. But uh, <laughs> Wilton uh, just just gets ahead and uh, beats John, John to Miser's Peak by, by a cunt hair. <laughs> John, you motherfucker. Fuck! 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 Bird, poor bird was probably just being dragged like a motherfucker behind me, just on my arm with the rope. Oh, just fucking. <laughs> oh. Your uh, your falcon comes down from the air and uh, lands on your shoulder too. You realize it kind of like flew up as you were running. Um, but yeah, you are at the gates of Miser's uh, Miser's Peak, and uh, the guards see you at the top. The guards uh, they see you they see you from the the top and they and they wave at you and uh, they say uh, oh they say open the gates it's some of our own and uh, you see the gates open up. All right. I'm gonna tell Lokar to stay outside. Bokar cheated. He can't. He cheated. He cheated. (laughs) I didn't say. I I didn't say go. I didn't say go yet. Actually, I kind of did cheat because I did just. I said last one to Miser's Peak has uh, has to pay everybody else two gold, and uh, I just took off running. (laughs) And then Edgar followed it to John, and then you were. 
You were the last one. Oh, so one, is it Edgar? <laughs> was Edgar the last one? Or, yeah, no, Edgar no, was that. the last one. Oh, was I, he? Well, regard, yeah, I, regardless, guys, I'm not paying you that gold. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to shake it. on it. <laughs> we didn't shake. That's true. It just took off. Yeah, just Wilton will remember this, and I just walk into Miser's Peak. You say that like it was a appear over your head. It's a Telltale's game. It's like Wilton will remember this. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Write it down. He already did. It's above his head. <laughs> um, I'm gonna turn before I walk inside. I'm gonna turn to Lokar and say, "Wait here," and. uh I guess tell the guard be like, it's a phenomenal cook who helped us in the swamp. You should have him talk to Lorne. All right. So, yeah, you can if, see if that, that, this, that. Yeah, you can see that this is uh, one of the archers. He's somebody that you've met here at uh, Miser's Keep before. His name is Loman. And uh, Loman says, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, we can always use help in the kitchens, man. You know that. So uh, he says, yeah, just uh, just bring him down. He says, bring him down there and see if the chef will train him up. Okay. So I guess, I guess I'm going to lead. Wait, uh, wait, babe. I, I wish from the guys here. Let me put in a good word for him. He's the best dishwasher I've ever seen. Who do you wish for this to? To, to Lamont. Well, the best I'm already leading him down to the cook. <laughs> Where can we find our boy Nisby? He says, I, uh, I, 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 I pat him on the oh, back yeah. and I joke oh, and say, he he basically he does have the southern cooking. If you haven't had it yet, it's the die for. It's to fight a big ass monster and get your one of your best friends fucking mistooken and screaming for the top of their lungs like there's some kind of fucking damsel in distress and you fucking kill them. You mean a fucking peddler with a big ass dick and then you go there, you almost fucking die from a bunch of lizards. He's the best goddamn cook I ever went on an adventure with. <coughs> Sorry. Shut up. I just tried to put uh, a mile. I just tried a mile that I hadn't had to. So I'm a little bit winded. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, man, can't wait, can't wait to try the food, man. Anything, anything they can do to beef up these pork and potatoes, man. Every fucking day. Don't fucking talk about potatoes like that. Um. Yeah. I, guess right, I so. walk away. I walk okay. away. <laughs> Are we heading Bagel. to uh, Nisby? We first? need to find Nisby so we can uh, yeah. get him his package. I'll meet up with you guys later. I gotta go find Aaliyah. Okay, so uh, as you're as you're entering the castle, um, uh, the the main castle keep where Nisby would be, and also where the quartermaster is, quartermaster Huntoon, who's the person that you uh, or wait, what the fuck's his name? It's not quartermaster, but it's something similar. Oh, but the uh, the guy that handles all the contracts and the financial of uh, war clerk Huntoon, um, uh, where you would turn in your contract money, uh, is uh, also in this building. And when you get when you get in there, you can see that um. It looks like Aaliyah and, or wait, no, yeah, Aaliyah and Hobart are uh, walking out of the uh, the the dining hall because it's, it's about it's about dinner time anyway, and uh, you can see that they're walking out of there, and Aaliyah has like some papers, like some scrolls, and uh, Hobart's like arguing with her about something, and uh, they notice you guys come in, and they like they they stop arguing, and like Hobart waves over to John, and he's like, you made over. it, oh made sorry. It back. Sorry. Yes, I did. And I got the package for you. So all those Desmata vines I got, 
Okay, yeah. So he looks at the uh, the Desmata vines uh, as you as uh, as you hand them out. He like kind of sniffs the air. He's like, and he like his his eyes kind of get wide, and he like looks at the package, and uh, he seems he seems to lick his lips a little bit when he when he sees you pull them out, and uh, and he says, and you can see that he like shuts his eyes, and he kind of like stops himself, and then uh, he like straightens up again, and he he grabs the vines from you and puts them into his satchel pack, or or puts them into a pouch that's underneath his cloak, and he says, "You did well. This is a this is a lot of samples." You got some weight here, boy. Thank you. He says, uh, we actually need this. Uh, Aaliyah and I were just talking about something. <clears throat> he, he, uh, he, he, he points, he, he nods over to Aaliyah and she says, uh, he says, uh, we're, she says, we're conducting a short experiment. We thought that you might, uh, uh, Hobart and I thought you might be interested in this, Edgar. Um, and, uh, yeah, Edgar, I thought you might... So Aaliyah says we're conducting a short experiment. And uh, she reaches out and uh, you see Hobart kind of like reluctantly pull out the vines and like hand her two of the pouches. Um, and, and she says, uh, Edgar, I thought you may be interested in this. And Hobart thought the rest of you might as well. And he goes... <sighs> Bone crag may be a little shit, but you either die for the cause or live without a point. You might as well man up now. Yeah. I just nod my head. I, yeah, I didn't know. Is that an open invitation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you can see... Uh, uh, so out through the door also, like, Nisby now walks out through the door with uh, all of you, like, standing there in the hallway... And uh, you can see that he's kind of like uh, he looks he looks unsatisfied right now. His eyes are kind of hard, and he's like looking over at Aaliyah and Hobart. Um, Everything okay, Nisby? He says, "His boy." <laughs> he says, "I have, <clears throat> I have told them that bringing." He says, bringing you young, prodigious men, three ball hairs short of true mercenaries closer to this vile ordeal is quite unwise. Though it is for you to decide your fates and your fortunes. <sighs> however, you, however, Hobart, you must promise you say nothing of the lay blight to these men, for that is my personal concern. The rest of this you do as you please. And he just says, of uh, course, Dean Commander, you have my word. Lave light? The lay blight. <laughs> hey, uh, Nisby. No. no. We got a... Uh, of course you light. Got a delivery for you. Daigle he said, he, uh, was he, nice enough to transport it. He brightens up a little bit and he says, Oh, yes, the contract. You are back actually quite quick. You've made short work of your foe. Are you? Have you been successful? Nisby, who are you talking to? Did you forget who you fucking put out for this expedition? Zimbakta. The one named Zimbakta has been slayed. But also, yes, as John said, the pig man. I turned to Leah and it's like, which is exactly what I needed to come talk to you about. 
And they rewarded us. Could you believe it? That the reward for it was just this fucking man of a slave. His name is the Lokar, and uh, that was the package. Apparently, <laughs> this was the package. It's it's funny. It's they're very comedic over there, and that's what they gave us as far as a package goes. We had to protect his ass all the way we go up here, and here he is for you to do your bidding. Try deception. Go ahead. Plus plus okay. two. So yeah, he looks. He looks at you, and he says, and he looks over at Lokar, and uh, he kind of like rubs his chin a little bit, and uh, you can see his uh, his his nipples become hard in the uh, in the cool evening air. <laughs> um, and he, and he says he says, this is highly unusual. We will have to send a messenger to them, for we are paid only in only in what we request. Damn, big can one. I, can I, at that point, can I slap Nisby ass and Nisby's ass and be like, "Oh, I was just fucking kidding you. Here's this, but gotcha. You wife trains with, don't you?" And then I fucking hand him the package. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he take, yeah, he grabs the he grabs the package and he uh, and he shakes it and he's like, "Hmm, this is more like it." And he tosses it back to you. He says, "He says, give it to Warclerk Huntoon. That is the course of action." And he and he said and he and he does this to you. <laughs> he hey, gives you one of these, one of those. He points at his point. eyes and points at you. This be that means point, right? That's that's gonna be a point for later, isn't it? This uh, be tell it for the class, right? You respect me? I'm your favorite. Not like I didn't earn anything, but I don't earn it. Right. I'm the best. All right, this be. <laughs> He says he look he looks back to you as he's like walking up the stairs towards the uh, like Dean Commander's quarters at the top of the castle, and uh, and he says, "I I remember Daigle." He says, "You've done quite fine in your training, but don't think I haven't seen another gifted one." He's like, "Stare into the heart of desire, walk into the furnace of chaos, and not fall." He says. I I look in the mirror every morning and I see one myself. And he walks up the stairs. I look at Edgar and I say, I did good. I did good, didn't I? I'm pretty sure I fucking did good. If you talk about me facing my own demons or something of the sort, I'm I'm a man above that. I have principles. Can we head down to the... uh... Hobart and uh, and, uh, Hobart (laughs) looks at Daigle and he's just like, he he just kind of like, he shrugs and he like rolls his eyes. He's like, let's go to the dungeon. Is Aaliyah going (laughs) with with them? Yeah, Aaliyah's leading the way. Okay. I wanted to tell her about Aaliyah's already heading towards the dungeon. Okay. What are you telling her about? Yeah, you guys are walking down. You can talk. Okay. I was, yeah, I go up to her and it's like, look. We end up fighting another one of those boorish of men. Um, when, when we fought it, I, I kind of looked around a little bit, and the thing is, he had inscriptions on his spine. Inscriptions like, on the spine, you say? Thick scars down the spine. It, it was symbols I seen. I, I don't recognize them, but they were similar to ones that we found in that basement with the skeletons. Mm-hmm. The the ones Hope. that rose from the dead. As you're talking about this, uh, Hobart like looks back at you, John, and uh, his eyes just go kind of wide, but he doesn't say anything, and he like turns back and uh, continues walking down through the dungeon. 
I don't I don't know how we missed it. I don't know if the other one, if the body is still laying around, if it has the similar the same similar markings. I just thought it was important enough to tell you. She says strange strange enough thing that body has yet to decay, even in this past week you've been gone. After these months even. Uh John, what were you saying? Oh, yeah. She says, really? She says, we were actually just about to test this. You have a, you have a live one? She says, yes. And uh, Hobart says, that's right. He says, over in Belfast, they were attacked by them. I caught this guy down in one of the trenches. Fell down into some water. He was in a little too deep, unable to get out. We fished him out. It was a lot of work to put him down. But we bra- dragged him back here alive. And Aaliyah's been testing with him since. And as you guys open the uh, bottom of the dungeon, you guys hear a heavy breathing. And you can see that inside of this large steel cage is a heavily sedated pig man. Uh, with, the, with the head off, of course. Uh, he has no eyes. Uh... You see the uh, you see Aaliyah take out one of the Desmata vines and she like squeezes the end of it and so that a little bit of the black goo goes onto the edge of the cage and it like it it just it suddenly <gasps> takes in like a huge breath and goes straight for the sap and just starts yeah, licking it against the bars <laughs> and then you see it goes into a fury and it starts beating against the bars and like trying to get out like slamming its elbow across the bars <laughs> and uh, just freaking out. Um, Aaliyah produces a gas canister and tosses it back into the cage. Uh, you can see it begins, uh, becoming sleepy and the gas spreads out into the room. She puts on a, she puts a mask over her face and she shoes everybody out. Sounds good. I, I guess we've, we shoot we out. out. <laughs> yeah, we shoot ourselves. You, we you guys can stay, but there's gas full in the room. No. <laughs> yeah, shouldn't have been so rude. Maybe you wouldn't have been kicked out. And uh, Hobart Hobart looks down at jo- uh, at John as you guys are like standing just outside the dungeon door. He says, uh, "He says we need to we need to speak somewhere private." He says, "Let's go." Uh, there's another trap door at the base of the arena. Let's walk out there. He says, "He says you and me need to talk, John." He says, "If you're willing to bring the others, you may." <laughs> just you dun, dun, okay dun. can we go take while he's doing his side thing can we go take our thing uh the package down to that guy i forgot what he was called war clerk huntoon oh, yes wow. war clerk. i'm just go i'm around. just gonna wait outside Holy of the, the dungeon shit. okay yeah you wait outside of the dungeon you can smell a bit of like kind of a sweet like it's almost like a cinnamon smell that's like coming through the door uh but yeah, okay. So Hobart Hobart leads you out into the arena. The arena is old and overgrown. There are small bits of brush and leaves, and there's moss in the cracks of the stones. And you can see that it is a wide coliseum that mm-hmm. is large enough for like a, a few hundred people to sit. Um, 
<laughs> yep, you can see some uh, you can see some ravens perched around the stones at the upper edges of the Colosseum, yeah, and uh, there is a trap door against the back wall. It's kind of like up at an angle. It looks strong like, uh, and when you open it, it's strong. like a ramp leading down into the ground, and it looks like probably where animals had been released. And there's a lot of scratch marks on the walls inside of here. Um, he leads you down in there. And he says to you, <clears throat> All but Daigle. Looks like there are ilk, John. Someone's corrupted the ritual scars, our ancient rite, for perverse means. No telling what they're after, but our order can't stand for this. He says, uh, He says, You're a sharp lad. I figured you would. <sighs> He says, these friends of yours that you're with, he says, are these men that you can trust with your life, with your death, with our legend? <laughs> uh, okay, I thought you were going to keep well. going with, he like, says, what he going to tell me. Whatever I say like, here, let me, let, not let me hear it. <laughs> he says, but I, I'll let you know now, there's much that must be done, uh, you and I, if you wish to continue down this path. If not, I wouldn't blame you. It's better to get drunk, piss away your sins and your miseries. He says, but it's whatever you like. You've already got the scars in your skin, so you use them how you will. I only hope that you'd help. He says, <clears throat> he says, it's been thousands of years since the war that birthed the legend of the saints, longer than these books suggest. In those times, there were men like these, these pigmen. There were a mighty army led by Shukar, who hailed in the east and was sorely defeated right here in what would later become Medenvard. Those of his army who abandoned his foul campaign became our brotherhood. These were ones who defected, still sound of mind, unlike these pigmen are who are completely lost. They birthed the order of the scarred monks. They borrowed techniques of the Gazansa tribe, who long ago ruled the swamps and the marsh. Your scars still bear the mark of their methods. The Desmata sap purified with electrum and trace alchemical powders, beaten upon the forge of your training into the living weapon you've become. A weapon not crafted for evil, though prone to it. We stop at the spine in our scarring. It is only right. Yet whoever has corrupted these rites, such as the way of Shukar in days long past, has also scarred the brain of these men, causes many things, dulling or deepening of the senses, berserk rage or full subjugation, an ungodly growth spurt, like a second puberty, deadening of the capability to feel pain and still other effects. These men become tools, and as of now, we know not who wields them. Many signs point towards the eastern wastes though we're not ready to go there, to confront it. These tools were used to destroy your villages and the ones you loved. They're employed with increasing regularity upon others as news is given to us. How'd you like to help me find their master, put them down? He says, very well. He says, there's a contract you'll be offered taking you westward to, Sto uh, to Stovehurst. So I want you to take it, and I want you to bring this symbol with you. Okay. He says, I need you to hang it in the courtyard beneath the okay. clock tower. He says, you just climb up high as you can go, and you put this up before the morning sun, okay? 
and the symbol is like a a, a hand kind of like mm. this like it's grasping a rope but the rope is like obviously like an image of the dismata vine and the fingernails are bleeding and it's just That's on like a white soapstone in the shape of a diamond and it's a it's pretty big it weighs like uh 20 pounds this this big symbol he says we need to make contact with our men in the west he said we need to start bringing the scarred brotherhood together and he pats you on the shoulder and he says uh he says to you uh he says these vines you've brought back he says uh i'll be able to increase our number here if there's any recruits uh tough enough to endure it he says but <clears throat> He says, I appreciate what you've done. Cool. Thank you. He says, uh, consider us square for your training. He says, yes. He says, you're one of us now. You're one of the scarred brothers. Nice to meet you, brother John. Good to meet you, brother Hobart. And yeah, he gives you one of those shakes where you like grab each other's whole wrists. Ooh, which is an even more intimate experience because you can like feel each other's scars up your arms there. Oh, yeah. oh that's weird. And you know, there's no knives there. Mm-hmm. All right, and uh, yeah, he walks out of the arena and he says, uh, "Well, I'm gonna get myself a couple pints of brandy and uh, lay this one out. Got got to train new ones in the morning. Turn them out." He says, "Keep on it, John." Brother John. And, uh, yeah, he leaves. Um, Unless there's any questions you wanted to ask him or anything. No. He answered the question about the Desmata vines, but I know why I'm immune to him. Nice. Okay, and you guys are at War Clerk Huntoon. Um, You walk in, you see the old man with his glasses looking over ledgers on the table. You see the huge, like, rows and rows of of heavy box lockers uh, that contain, like, the equipment for Miser's College. And uh, hey, you, uh, he, he sees you walk in and he says, uh, Oh, back from your contract so soon. Oh, yes, sir. Mr. Daigle here got a package to give you. Mm, very well. Uh, didn't I already hand off the package? No, he gave it back to us. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. So you... You bring the package there. Um, yeah, so he, he unwraps the... Yeah, sorry. Wait, can I say... So yeah, go ahead. The funny thing is, I left it in my quarters. I can go and grab it. It'll take me like two minutes. Um, shoot. Uh, what, what, I'm not trying to be nosy there, but what were you expecting? Like 20 gold? 30 gold? He says you you he says you signed the same contracts everybody else did. You return the package right. unopened. That's, yes. It's none of All your that's business. None of my business, of course. Uh the cloth package that's wrapped in like two sticks of alligator and two gold. I'll be right back, right? I'll be right With back. With the wax seal intact. With the wax seal intact, right? Yeah. Not ripped over by alligator. There's Ferocious beasts out there that could rip open the package. That two two gold, <laughs> might fall out. Three alligator steaks might fall out, but it's there. We wrapped it right back up, nice and tight for you. It's there for you. 
It's just not, yeah. the he pockets might not be intact. He stands up and uh, he stands up and he looks you in the eyes and he says, "Do you have the package or do you not?" And then I look him in the eye and I say, "No, of course I have the package, but I also have a joke." And I hand him the package. Across the noise, I gotcha, I gotcha. You're laughing. You're laughing in the back of your brain. You're laughing. <laughs> he gives a little. He gives a little like. <laughs> <laughs> he takes the package he uh he breaks the seal on the top and looks inside of it he begins taking down some notes on a ledger and you can see that he writes down like the four of your names and uh he opens it he looks on the inside and he shuts it quickly he shoves it down into his desk or into like something underneath his desk and you hear a door shut and then uh he uh he put he stamps over your names and he and he asks you all to sign next to it. I sign my name. I sign as well. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not there. I I stayed at the dungeon thing. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's just I forgot. It's just Daigle and uh, yeah. I'm hey, on yeah. my way there. Don't don't oh, worry. Okay. So John I'm, John I'm comes good. in as you guys are signing. And I'll sign for Edgar. He was here. Trust me. If anyone lies about it, that'll be me. And he's been here. I signed so Edgar's name. Waiting for uh, John to he come says out. Good en- he says good enough for me. And uh, he says oh, okay. congrats. He says congratulations, boys. You did a great job on your first contract. I made a note of how quick you took it down. Well done. Oh, yeah. What's the payment all like? You've already been paid. I'll see you next time. No, 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 no. I, I, we, am I the only one out that hasn't been paid? I haven't got paid. You got paid. He says accepting your payment from the client is your liability. I must have been sleeping or I was sick. Should I go back there? Should I tell them that they're bad clients and I, and I need to get paid? Can I roll a deception check? Yeah, go ahead. Plus two. Okay. He says, uh, so you really mean it? They didn't pay you. They didn't fucking pay me. I literally have three gold to my name. And I actually have three gold because I gave a low car four and then I paid with one. So I show my, my pocket. I only got three gold. Can I budge forward and sign my name? Yeah. Says he's taking yeah, so long. Pa- so, so the guy says, uh, he, he goes kind of like, hmm. He says, well, I guess I'll, I guess we'll have to uh, talk with their leadership then because yeah, you're they're, sure. if they're going to treat, so if the clients are, are going to treat our, our, uh, our mercenaries with disrespect, then we can't be providing them any assistance. Yeah. I already changed my socks like three times. Not swamp. It's not fair. Before I leave, my signing shops, mine, I said they gave house. us eight. He just gave some of his away, and I walk away. <laughs> he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. He's he's a Belfort. Don't trust him. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll a roll a deception with disadvantage, Daigle. <laughs> All right. Nice. Oh, Let's go. Roll one more. He says it. So he just like looks you in the eye, Daigle. He says, now if somebody if somebody on your team punks you for your gold, you can't let that kind of shit go, man. 
I've seen oh. people in this situation before. You know, you know, I was I was thinking about leading the the college, but how about this between you and me? Because I don't get to play nor shut my mouth up. Because you know, I'm just hitting here for the honest work. Just let me two gold. It makes sense for the the lack I've been paid. And we'll call it good. Just call it good. Just let me two gold under your desk there. I'm sure there's like twenty gold in that package. Not that I looked or like I take a peek, peek, but just let me two gold from that. We'll call it fair. He says, I can't break you off anything that's in the package. All right. I understand. You're, he says, you you're, understand, you're you understand how much paperwork I have to do every day. Everything is so well accounted for. And this I'm not is... about to embezzle from a college of mercenaries who will put what? me on a spear, my entire Isn't body. Isn't there a leak in your roof? I, Have a like, good I day, Nagel. I, <laughs> I hold the knife close to the ceiling. Isn't there a leak in your roof that leaks on the paperwork? I wink at him. Isn't there? Uh, try a persuasion, I guess. He says no. He says the builder's crew has been through here recently. There are no leaks. Yeah, the builder crews are—they're just fucking—they're nothing. Right. I see where you and I stand, Mr. Paperwork Office Guy. <laughs> right. <laughs> he says, I'm a slave to my work, but. Aren't you? Well. You're a slave to my lunch. You owe me lunch. What do I do to this? What do I do to this business? You owe me lunch. How about that? You buy me lunch. We'll call it fair. I won't. I, I won't tell. I won't tell Nisby about how unfair wage I got from fucking pushing, pushing, pushing this package here after he fucking says, surviving he says a month. Lunch has already been served and dinner. He says you can go grab some right now. There's plenty in the hall. Yeah, exactly what I deserve. I just pat him on the cheeks slightly. Thank you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> The old man kind of recoils for being touched on the face, but other than that, just goes back to his paperwork. I'm just like, it's <laughs> 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 just like a, it's like, like a scumbag. I'm just like throw my hands up in the air, like, oh, thanks, and just like, like a scum, okay. like a preppy, like a preppy scumbag. Um, Aaliyah comes to the door of the dungeon, as uh, as uh, John. Daigle and uh, Wilton are leaving uh, Warclerk Huntoon's office and the uh, slash armory. Um, I just want to. So Leah comes out and she says, updated. "Oh!" And she yeah, takes off her mask. She says, "Oh, Edgar, you're still any, here." Uh, new discoveries come about with the uh, visitor you have there. She says, uh, "There was only a few disturbing things that we noticed about uh, him when when kept in confinement." She says, often the creature would struggle against the bars. She says, but only in the uh, northeastern direction. It seems something, it seemed to always go towards there, and we moved all objects away from that portion of the dungeon to see if he was reaching for something, perhaps a chain or a weapon, uh, the guillotine perhaps. We moved everything to the other side, and still, towards the blank wall, to the northeastern portion of the dungeon chamber. And we're unsure why this is. 
You think something's guiding it there? She says, uh, Hobart seems to think so. He's taking a, a more... He's taking a more direct interest in this, uh, live specimen. Why? The scarring on those things, it... It seemed like... They were... I can't think of the fucking word right now. <laughs> Hold on. Out of character here. Uh, they... Okay. They seem like body mods. Like they were being given something. I don't know. I, I I know nothing of the scarification, but I know it seems similar to that. She says, yes. Um, Hobart has intimated similar things to me, that the scarification appears similar. And now that we've seen the way it reacts to the dismata root, which... Uh, I maybe shouldn't be telling you this, but I believe that Hobart has an addiction to this, uh, to the secretions of this vine. Addictions? Um, she like says, a- and the, cre- the creature reacts similarly. She says, yes, like he finds himself compelled to consume it. Are we all in the same room, by the way? I, no. I'm a, you guys went to the oh, thing. Okay. okay, you're still alone. Okay. Are you... You think it's connected to the to the uh, the scarification of the monks, like the roots to it? Would do you think John would have the same attraction to this thing? He says, uh, "I'm not sure." He says, "There," she says, "There is a lot here that I am unfamiliar with." She says, "For one, I am I am familiar with preparing uh, the." This, uh, some of these ingredients, uh, Hobart himself composes whatever else is used of the dismodifying. Um, I, I, I happen to help him with, uh, he, he does require powdered electrum quite often. Um, I'm unsure exactly how these processes go or, uh, what the difference would be between what he's doing and what has been done to these men. It is still very unclear as I have not had the body of, uh, one of his disciples to uh, to examine. Why is it so secret? We're all part of the same faction. Why not share that information with you? He asks you for certain ingredients, but he won't share the entire thing. I don't understand. She says, uh, well, Hobart has saved the life of my sister before. She says, so I trust him very well, but I would, I would be lying if I said that this doesn't strongly concern me. He says, there's something about this that does not feel right. Yeah, I'm getting the same feeling. He's hiding something. I think he knows more about these guys than he's leading on. She says, all I hope is that his intentions are good. She says, I fear alienating him by prying further into his affairs. I don't mind. And then I, and I just go, thanks. And then I walk off. I'm going to go look for Hobart. Aaliyah <laughs> says, uh, Aaliyah says, uh, b- before you, she says, uh, just uh, before you take off, just see me if you need to, uh, uh, if you need any more equipment before your travel. Okay. I definitely will. Thank you. She says, uh, Thank you for uh, for surviving. Don't make me look like a bad trainer out there. <laughs> Wouldn't dream of it. <laughs> <I> walk away. 
He's in fucking agent mode. I like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right, I got so, investigation skills. I've been trying to use them. I want to go on like like a detective like type spree. Yeah. I'll say for the amount of time that Daigle ranted with the old man in that other room and the amount of time that you've talked to Aaliyah, it's maybe about the same amount of time. So you're coming up the stairs from the dungeon as they're exiting uh, Huntoon's office and you guys see each other in the main hall. Hey, Edgar, go sign your paperwork real quick. No, he already did. Been. No, Yeah, no, no, I tell you, it's already been done. Your fuss, your your handwriting is is pretty quick. You did it in your sleep. You guys step out into the uh, the hallway, meet each other in the hallway. Um, meet. You can probably see that that John. Well, I don't know, John. Are you trying to hide it, or do you look like you just heard some heavy shit? <laughs> I'm trying to hide it. Okay. John, where um, is Hobart? I don't know where he went. He just left. All right. Well, uh, I'm, I'm just going to take off in silence to go look for him. So whatever's going on without me there. <laughs> okay. You leave your friends standing in the hallway as you head towards somewhere. I don't know which way you would be heading to look for him. Yeah, actually, I have no idea. <laughs> if he told me I'm not trying to send you in a wrong direction, I generally don't remember. I'm probably not going to remember this. No, you're, fi- you're fine. I, I was just asking you. I didn't know if you're going to spill any information to us. Yeah. I guess I'm going to go. You just going to get drunk. Uh, yeah, so I'm. I guess I'm just gonna go to the uh, the lunch, the, the the dining hall because it's about that time, as you were saying with the one guy saying that. I generally, I, I feel because we spent several months here in training, we know what time it is for meals. So I'm heading there to see if what I can gather up. Okay, so we will we will uh, w- uh, the rest of you tell me what you're doing. Wilton, uh, Daigle, and John. I'm getting food. Uh- Oh, oh, so you're on there too. I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna practice my skills. I'm just gonna throw some knives at some rolls. Is this for like tor- like what we're doing for the end of the episode? Currently, yes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, okay. Good. I'm just I'm just training. I wanna I wanna train my birds. I wanna I forgot the guy who trained me. I forgot his name. Birdman. But I was gonna. Yeah, Cartwright. <laughs> Cartwright. That's his name. Yeah. Uh, I was gonna go to Cartwright and see if he could uh, <laughs> teach me to wield these two birds a little better. Okay, so you you uh, you uh, you head to the squad tower to see if you can find a uh, Cartwright, or maybe you head up to the uh, uh, to where they to the aviary where all the other birds are kept, and looking for Cartwright. And uh, Joe heads in, or I mean uh, Edgar heads into the uh, dining hall to see if he can find Hobart. While Daigle and uh, John Daigle goes off to train. Were you training too, John, or what were you doing? No, I was going to eat. Okay. Yeah, so Edgar and John head into the dining room as Daigle goes out to the courtyard to train. And that's where we will end this session today.